0: And welcome everybody to my Independence report, but this is what we'd like to call life between lives. And it is a show that we have put together for you so that you can listen and uh, understand a little bit about what happens to us, I guess, and I'd like to your guys' opinion before we get really into it, but I think that this is, uh, by the way, Natasha Venters over there and uh, she's a psychic medium of note and very gifted. And so she approaches this from the uh, spiritual realm of the psychic land, which we'll talk about more in a second. And Regan uh, Forston is a uh, hypnotherapist who does takes you deep into life between lives and uh, understanding how the other side works. And first of all, I would like to say hello to Natasha. How are you?
1: I'm doing well, and I hope that everyone out there is doing well in the midst of all the changes we're going through. <laughs>
0: oh, changes by whatever could you mean, uh, Reagan? No. Nice, <laughs> nice to see you again. How you doing, Reagan?
2: Oh, <laughs> I guess I'm doing fine. How are you guys?
0: Ah, uh, you're you're frozen <laughs> there, right? Raking uh, right. leaves all day. Oh, were, were you really. You're frozen right now. Oh, you're
2: frozen on my screen. I don't know if that's me or you guys.
0: Well, It's
1: probably you, but I'm going to tell you, though, that me working in the elementary school system, that probably over half the people I was working with and talking with, they were freezing, including me. So it's just part of the energy, I think, that's transitioning right now.
0: And and it's also wintertime. <laughs> so you gotta wear a nice warm coat in, in the wintertime. So what this show is about, ladies and gentlemen, is we talk about things about the other side. Now, Regan is an expert in taking people into deep hypnosis and working them through the other side. Natasha is an expert in talking to our guides, our our spirit guides and angels and folks on the other side who can kind of give us a, so between the two of them, they give us a real clear understanding of what's going on on the other side so that we can understand what's happening better. And also, This is a live show on YouTube, which means that you have the opportunity to give us a call and uh, talk to Natasha or or Regan or even me if you want to talk to us. And you can do that by calling 206-408-1395. I'll repeat that because it may have been too fast. 206-408-1395. Give us a call and we'll have... Plug you into the panel. It's kind of like the the uh, psychic car wash, because they can they can help you do a bunch of stuff that's going on in your life. Regan is a like I said a hypnotherapist, and he works with people not only life between lives and past life regression, but also he's got techniques to help you. Uh, get through the issues that you're being faced with every day. So he's a great guy to call and, uh, Natasha's a great lady to, to talk to you about stuff. So give us a call. We would love to hear from you. One of these days, I'm going to start putting 20 bucks up for the first caller. (laughs) Anybody who calls, it's like 20 bucks is yours. And all you gotta do is call. (laughs) Yes. Anyway, Natasha and I were talking, Regan, before you got on uh, about uh, what's going on in the world today and and how it is just, uh, we're going back into a deep uh, um, um, coronavirus thing and the pandemic is growing and there's lots and lots of changes going on. And, and Natasha talked about this on the show she did with Martha Norwalk on Sunday. So kind of regurgitate that a little bit if you wouldn't mind and tell us what what in your mind in your frame of reference what is what is going on
1: well this covid thing uh, i'm just calling it a thing because you know there's always a perception of what it really is and i'm not going to go into the conspiracy theory or the con- or what it is i'm just looking at what what its face value is that i'm witnessing and the face value is it's about a restart button, button for us It's about giving us a chance to really check in and say, is this what I'm meaning to do with my life? And many of us have to end our lives and get a new body to do this. But in my perception right now, we have this opportunity to really reset our buttons. It's kind of like our ancestors that jumped on a ship and came to a new country you know, the United States, Canada, you know, South America, it doesn't matter what country, but they jumped on a different mode to come into something that was unknown. And that's my perception that we have a chance right now is to really say, do I want to continue who I am? Do I truly want to continue who I am in the mode that I'm in, in the attitude that I have? Or can I set the reset button? and many of us yes we need to continue with you know if we have the opportunity to continue with doing some of the jobs we're doing some of those jobs are ending for us so that really gives us a chance to say wow I can really reset this and then listen to the astrologer I had today that I listened to Janet Hickox that you know she was saying that right now the planet's um, And we have the um, human design, which is kind of the makeup of the matrix of our body. Everything is setting up us to reset our buttons. What truly do we want to do? What truly are we going to do with ourselves? And I know that back in the beginning of this year, you know, we had the shutdown. Well, we have a second reset button that we have more knowledge because we have already gone through that. So we kind of have a set up. Do I want to stand in fear of this? Do I want to navigate through this with consciousness? Oh, wait a minute. I retried to start my business up and the universe told me, maybe I need to start doing something different. Kind of like some people don't want to run their own business anymore and they just want to be an employee. You know, and, and have less stress in their lives or, you know, some people want to ha- be a self-employed person because they're tired of being an employee. You know, so there's these reset buttons, but I'm going to say, though, that you know, reset how our attitudes are about things. Is this an ending for new beginnings or is this just something to punish me? You know, what are we really truly looking at? And many of us have to go through the physical death, the physical body of death to have this chance to start again. And many of us don't have to do that.
0: And that's the hope that I
1: take with people who can have this perception of, wait a minute, kind of like for me, my school ended again. Uh, and yet now I'm doing video from home, which has given me a chance to have appointments in between my classrooms. You know, it's like, yes, my paycheck's gone down, but at the same time though, I have a chance to take a breath and step forward and say, here's another opportunity for me.
0: Absolutely. And
1: it may take a little while to get the wheel moving, but that's part of life.
0: Exactly. Now, now Regan, I wanted to address this with you specifically, Mm -hmm. because I think that when, when you talk to people that are, that are in the, in first of all, the work that you're doing is, is, um, came from Michael Newton, Dr. Michael Newton and journey of souls and uh, destiny of souls. And he, he put together this program that you could talk that the people could go back and they could figure out life between lives. One of the things that he mentions I believe it's a destiny of souls is that there are entities on the other side that are really interested into what's happening here on earth and are interesting, interested in, in shaping it in a way that we can grow and that they can move civilization forward and for us to grow. So I'm, I kind of think from that standpoint that they are, Kind of sitting around going, all right, we got we to gotta come up with a major deal here that's going to change the perception and change how everybody thinks about life and, and, uh, um, and we can change the consciousness, literally the consciousness of the planet. Is, is that something that, that uh, you subscribe to in, in talking with the folks that, uh, that you work with that go to the other side?
2: um well i heard about i heard about half of what you said because either my connection over here i'm getting like every other word so were you asking okay. me like how to make pizza or something <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> or, or um, something love. about dying and whatever what yeah may, i think what, let, i think me, i got the gist of it oh well, let me like,
0: rephrase uh, that because what i, want, I wanted to and, and tell me if you can. I can hear you now you can hear me now okay can you hear me now? Can you hear me? And and anyway, if uh, um, the the folks on the other side that are kind of in control of what happens here on earth, as far as, you know, mother nature and, and, uh, and different things, I I get the impression that they were sitting around one day going, you know, we don't like the consciousness of how it's going on earth right now. And we would Uh like to make some positive changes, but in order to effect those positive changes, we've got to it's it's like making a, an omelet. You've got to scramble the eggs before you can make the omelet. Um, is that do, do you think that that is part of what we're going through now? Uh, Natasha is vigorously uh, nodding her head. Yeah,
2: yeah. This is a, it's a reset. I like the way she put reset. And um, a lot of times you don't a reset doesn't happen unless you stop. You know, you change the way you're doing things. You know, the old saying, you keep on doing what you've been doing, you keep on getting what you've been getting. Or I like even uh, simpler, you just say nothing changes unless something changes. So we were just going along like in a fog, everybody just like robots doing their own thing. And then all of a sudden you get this big shake up here. And <clears throat> even us uh, people that believe that this is a, is is going to end up being a good thing because it's going to cause for a lot of positive change in the world. Um you know i've had to do a lot of soul searching myself and and i've changed the way i do things a, a, a lot you know um just seeing how this whole COVID thing and the trump thing combined it's like a double whammy you know kind of together uh, it's really showed the the true nature of of us as is earthlings you know exposing the good and the uh the not so good and i think the not so good we, we all kind of knew you know, about the not so good, but we just kind of swept it under the rug a little bit or so, oh, we don't have to deal with that now. And now we're kind of forced, you know, look, we're forced to deal with um, all of our prejudices now. We're forced to deal with our mortality, you know, really thinking about it. I bet there's been so many people. I bet if you went to, uh, you know, uh, most typed in words, you probably see uh, people getting their wills done, you know, Uh, thinking about who they're going to leave things to yeah and because you know this has just caused us to to you know that happens sometimes this happens like if you know let's say you have a good friend or family member gets in a bad accident and they're in the hospital and or someone dies unexpectedly and then for those next week or two you're thinking these same things but this has been going on for months and months and months now you know people dying every day and you start thinking gosh uh am I going to be uh, the next one or you know someone that I love and you know but um, I watched a video on um, and I tried to pull it up and I don't know where it is or something but it was someone on Facebook had me watch it and it was a, a woman that I don't kn- didn't know her but apparently she has a lot of credentials and is someone that a lot of people know she's kind of in the know and she was talking all about uh, this shakeup and everything that was coming, and um, you know how it's almost like I, I, I remember how shocking it was when a friend of mine went to jail for a couple of days from unpaid tickets. And the first thing he had to do when he's in the uh, he's in this room with about forty people, uh, all different races and things like that, and everybody in there says, "Okay, you got to pick a side here," you know and you either had to pick if you're going to be with the, the black people in there or the Mexican people or the white people. It's like, and everybody says you pick a side and he's just in the holding cell, you know, that's as far it's just like, we've almost got, you know, like people that want to wear masks, people that don't, you know, and how, how, uh, or, you know, it's like everybody's saying we've got to pick a side, you know, and I, I don't want to pick a side. I just, I want to kind of just sit on the sidelines and watch it from the middle, you know, somehow, you know, uh, like uh, it was weird that uh, Jared Kushner's kids or something got kicked out of school this week because the parents wouldn't let them wear masks. And so the school finally says, okay, you, you're, you're having your kids that wear masks at school. Your kids are out of school. So uh, that was, you know, like, I don't know. I'm I'm just frustrated too, like a lot of people just trying to figure all this out, you know, like, why are we so divided? But, but that that higher part of myself, and the part in the work I'm doing, I know it's going to be okay, and I know it's going to be a good thing in the end. So that's what keeps me going.
0: Now, Natasha, there are have been in this country, to date, over over a quarter of a million people have died. Uh, well, almost a quarter million people. Two hundred thirty five, two hundred forty thousand. Um, did they choose to go? was that was that part of their plan to be part of that? Was it um, how how has that affected the overall consciousness when so many of the so many people, a lot of them are young, um, have left have left the planet? How does that affect us?
1: Well, I think though that if you look back in history, that there are times when... I don't want to call it a um, world cleanout or a, but we've had major times of exiting, you know, and and it's a pattern, it's a rhythm, that you look at any, uh, and this is what I'm getting, you know, intuitively right now. You look at any beings alive on this planet and you'll see there's an there's a an add- in and then there's a decrease and then add in and a decrease well you know right now there's a lot of people that um I'm gonna say a little bit of this and a little bit of that that this caught them off guard they were they were kind of not paying attention to their lives and they didn't really understand what could happen to them you know that cause and effect they kind of forgot how realistic cause and effect is in life and then you got other people who you know the vibration on this planet is 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 vibrating at a very high frequency and there's some that just can't run at that frequency and i'm also going to say that that there's some that they say died of COVID when it was really probably not COVID, you know, they just kind of put them in that category because they passed during this time. But, you know, you know, you're going to have a little bit of salt and pepper in every stew, you know, it's kind of one of those things that, you know, we're going to have these things you know, it's kind of like the exodus that I felt during 9-11, you know, or World War two, or World War one, or, you know, the Civil War or, you know, this is kind of a personal war that we're going through and, and we got to decide there's some people that are going to be on the front lines and those are the ones that have a higher passing rate. There's going to be, you know, you got the people in, you know, the hospitals and I have... Um, I have some family members that are, you know, that are nurses and they in some of their hospitals say that they haven't been as busy, but they it depends on which hospital. Now, I had, um, you know, family members that were one was in, in a local school uh, hospital, Swedish, and the other one, which was working at Harborview. And one was working in the heart area, of Swedish, and one was working in, down in the um, uh, down in the heart of, of Harborview, which was the emergency system. And you know, she said, "I don't see how they even navigate." And she said, "This is a different country." When she walked in the doors, she said, "It was a different country because of how they manage, and it's their personal war. It's their personal navigation, and." You know, as the light flick behind you right then when I was saying that, that that's kind of a confirmation that when we're in a war of self, you know, that self depression, that self hate, the self, what am I gonna do, the negativities. And then you go into places like the hospitals where it is a personal war of what's coming at you. And you know, when we're in a personal war or a, a world war, you're going to have a lot of passing and not everybody's able to navigate through that drama and the trauma and the ripple effects of that.
0: You know, I was, I was thinking, and I, as as you know, both of you, I have a bit of a sick sense of humor occasionally. And uh, I was just kind of thinking that the one thing that, that we all have to do if we're going to get through this, and understand this is that we all have to do one thing and that's wear a mask right now. We are arguing with ourselves about whether or not wearing a mask is a good thing or not. I think that folks on the other side said, okay, you know what we're going to do? We're going to do this. We're going to make it so that you all have to do the same thing to get through it. And, and you're going to have to understand that and to work together on it. And if you don't, we're just going to continue to have problems with it. So let's, I don't know. Um, I know <laughs> let's make everybody wear a mask. And then if they don't wear a mask, more people are going to pass away and stuff. And until they decide that they're all going to wear a mask and they're all going to reach the same consensus. that's, that's Regan, what do you think? Am I, am I, am I crazy as normal? Yeah.
2: I'm, I'm, yeah. It was funny because of this, uh, this video that I watched um, with this woman that's in the know that was very, very, um, knowledgeable about everything and about the vaccines coming out about the trials and and she was talking about all the stuff that they haven't told us in the media you know telling us what's what's really going on with the vaccines and everything and it got me thinking about um when i saw joe biden on uh on the tv today and he was talking about making a a a mandate where everybody has to wear a mask and you know you hear the arguments of both sides some people say blah 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 but i think well what's the harm you know, you wear the mask and, and it's at least something we can do. <clears throat> but then my other part started thinking, okay, this is could be the first step. If everybody agrees and we all, the government says you have to wear the mask, then when the vaccine comes out, the next step could be, because we're primed to just obeying and doing that, the next step is they say everybody has to have the vaccine. You know, <clears throat> and conspiracy theorists are like saying, okay, uh, <clears throat> but the woman that was talking was talking about this one chemical that they're putting in this one vaccine. It goes into our body somehow or another with a, it's a nano, it's a nanoparticle that's in this one vaccine. And she says now, now I'd like to hear from another source too or something. But when we have that in our system, that allows the government to, to know, you know, if we're sitting on the toilet, they'll know, you know, for in whatever room, wherever we go it that particle that's in there, which is being used for something good right now, can also be used to completely um, keep track of e- everything that's going on. And she said she's seen the patents for this. She knows the company that has this and that the is, in, is definitely in one of the vaccines that they're doing. So <laughs> then you get this thing, you know, people are talking about the apocalypse, which, and both of them at the end said they think we're going through like a an apocalypse.
0: Oh, the federal government just came in and shut you down, my friend.
1: <laughs> but I'm gonna I'm gonna piggyback on what he's saying. that this is the perspective we gotta have is, is that you know, it's our own truth. For me, I'm wearing a mask because I want to be kind to myself and to others. Now like on, I went around Friday. I was in and out of stores. I was conscious about what I touched. Oops, he popped out. Oh there he is. I popped in and out. I said hi to over 20 people that day. I interacted with 20 people because this is what the master are teaching us, that we're not supposed to be our old conversationalists. We're not supposed to have, like, back. you know, yeah. <laughs> we're, 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 we're not supposed to... to-
0: just a second, if there's a knock at your door, and there's a couple of guys with suits have got a thing in their ear, uh, I would be I would be concerned if I was you. Anyway, go ahead. <laughs> but
1: but that, that's that's what our master trying to teach us, is, is that we can communicate on other ways. We, in our past lives, have communicated through our intuition, our knowings. What we do on we the other side, too. We, we used our eyes and we used our knowings. And so we can be a different kind of conversationalist, but we got to put the effort out there. Mass aren't about shutting down. It's about how can we set up a different type of conversation? And I don't disagree that we do have the physical beings of humanity that want to do the big you know, what is that the, the, you know, there was a book out there in 1984 or whatever, you know?
0: <laughs> go well, yeah.
1: Yeah. The, the, you know, I get that, you know, that that we have that chance, but we got to really check in with ourselves. What is the truth? Yes. Maybe getting a vaccine, kind of like me standing with a bunch of vitamins in front of me. Do I just pick one off the table? No. I I go in and I muscle test it. I check in with my body. I see which one's better for me. There's that I check, you know, I stand at the at which mask I want to wear. Which one is better for me? It's not necessarily that we cannot not have choices during this time. But we have to be aware that that we are responsible for our own being and how can we be with others? And there you and go. Button.
0: There you go, opening another door, and so I'm going to walk right through that door, which is you start talking about muscle testing. And Regan, Regan, do you know what muscle testing is?
2: Sure, it actually works. I hope you know we're not doing this show to talk about the ordinary. <laughs> but <No. laughs> Yeah, but no muscle testing. Um, my uh, uh, Patricia, my my significant other here. She goes to a really good, uh, help naturopathic person. And before she even adjusts her, as far as chiropractic goes, she finds out the things that are out of whack by doing the muscle testing. So mm-hmm. she just fixes those areas, you know, but she's also uh, very good at muscle testing to find out which vitamins and everything to give. Since I do this energy medicine, the EFT, that's really made me a believer in, in, um, in energy, you know? Uh, But if somebody does muscle testing to you, they can make you a believer really, really quick. You know, like when you hold your, you have your, you'll have your hand out, you know, the push down on it. I remember one health practitioner I went to, uh, this was way back in the 70s or 80s when I first introduced to it. She would have me, you know, she would press down and I'd be really tight. And then she would touch, she would just take a finger and maybe go like here. And then I couldn't even hold my hand up. You know or she would you know she would touch the different. she would find the weaknesses because she knew um what to touch in the body and it was so weird how it could be really really strong and then just her touching one little part i couldn't even hold my hand up you know um and uh yeah. so i'm gonna get you yeah if i had it um there's also uh some of the health food stores they sell these little pendulums uh, that they have and it, so p- people think oh this is like voodoo or something it's not it's just the body's energy and um Shoot! If I had one here, I'd just I'd demonstrate it and show you. But in the uh, in the hand here, they say that the um, the positive positive energy comes in through this part of the body. The negative part goes out through here, and the thumb is neutral. So if I have a pendulum and I take it and I wave it over, if I just go straight back and forth over this finger here, it'll immediately start spinning to the right. And then when I go on this finger here and just do it same way, it'll immediately spin to the left. And when I spin it over my thumb here, the pendulum just goes straight back, you know, back and forth, back and forth. And that can show you right away that you've got energy coming off your, oh, she's got one right there. Yay. I just yeah. took off
1: my necklace, but it's a stone and, and pendulums are about stones. And so like for me, I'm going to ask, what is its yes? And I'm going to say, what is its no?
2: Yeah, it'll stop and it'll start going the opposite way. Yeah, and what is its Maybe.
1: And and you just it's it's just part of the trust of what it what it is. Kind of like saying, uh, "Does Natasha wear glasses?"
2: There we go. Yes. Uh Look at that. I do,
1: but not when I'm doing up close or doing readings. So do I stop wearing glasses when I do readings? And yes, you see my hand moving, but you know, when the stone is is kind of heavy and it's moving around, you know, it's going to it's going to move a little bit. So there's there's your your pendulum and then I also do something where yeah, I put my my fingers together and I put one side in one of the other. Yeah. Kind of like two going quack quack quack. And and I go what and I try to pull my finger apart. So, and I try to keep these together. So what is my yes? What is my no? Uh, Should I have salmon tonight for dinner? Should I have steak for night for dinner?
2: Okay. So you can
1: ask these different questions about what is, you know, do I need to take my B's tonight? Do I need to take D's tonight? Do I need to take um, digestive enzymes tonight? You know, it's like asking the, these different questions. You can kind of find what what is your right, what is your no. Yeah. You know, but it's trusting. But I always ask, what is my yes and what is my no first so that I can get clarity? Because sometimes it's opposite yeah. every time
2: I ask. And to use the pendulum, a person pretty much has to, you know, for them to believe it, they have to do it themselves because then they know that they're not purposely making it go right or purposely making it go left because mm-hmm. otherwise people watching it would say, oh, you know, I can see your hand move a tiny bit and you're actually moving it yourself. But when you do it and it goes by itself. Yes. Round and this way and that, then you kind of become a believer. In it.
1: My dad was an applied kinesiologist. He went to chiropractic school when I was, uh, I was born in 66. So by the time we were three years old, we were heading back to St. Louis from Washington State. So uh, he was an applied kinesiologist in the early 70s. Uh, and so m- applied kinesiology is that muscle testing, and he, he he used to just older women older people or people who were in car accidents and they didn't have the strength. and so he used to use me. I would touch a spot and he would use me as a scare- surrogate muscle tester so that because my energy would he knew I could um, adapt my energy not to be me, that I could be a surrogate um, person for them. Oh cool.
0: Cool. See, I Uh, knew that we'd go down the rabbit hole somewhere. Well, if
2: people want to study it, it's kinesiology is, I think, believe what they call it. When when I was in hypnotherapy school, uh, this is the number one hypnotherapy school in the world here in Los Angeles. And um, we showed even in hypnosis, people, like we ask them questions and they'll, you know, hold like a pendulum and it'll go right or left or whatever when they're in hypnosis. Um, And we call it, I think, ideometer response or something, but it's like coming, we don't know exactly, but in the school, they would say it's coming from the deep subconscious. Yes. And now I also believe in it even more, because now that I'm doing the uh, quantum healing hypnosis technique, where I talk directly to the subconscious when they're really deep, um, it's like the subconscious pretty much knows the, uh, the right answer to anything that you ask it. You know yeah.
1: it's uh, the higher self the soul Higher self uh, yeah yeah the higher self and the soul to me the soul is the being of our um, who carries on the energy from lifetime to lifetime our um, higher self is kind of like our akashic re- records it's the it's the um, it's the knower it's the seer it's the doer uh, and so with that the the, the teamwork of those two kind of go lifetime to lifetime with ourselves.
2: Yeah, okay. like when I had a client this week and I, you know, I'm just using this new technique and they, um, I had them, uh, they went before the council on the other side in heaven. And then um, uh, when it started talking about my client in third person, uh, <laughs> then I realized that they had connected with their higher self. So I said, am I speaking to the, to, um, I'll use the uh, makeup a name, or am I speaking to Alice's higher self? And then the voice coming through Alice said, yes. And I said, "Good. Well, it's nice to talk to you." He said, "I really respect all that you do for the body, and and how you know everything and can help uh, the other part of Alice. You know, the part that's that's not always aware of the higher self." And then um, I just started having this conversation, and again, <laughs> it's just so cool because that higher self will be just you know talk say Alice's higher self will be talking to Alice just like a therapist would, and saying you know, you're, this food that you're eating is not really good for you. You know, you, sh- you should be doing more vitamin, blah, blah, blah. Need a good supplement for this. Uh, it says, oh, I'm fine. And then I said, again, I said, can you do a, a body scan? And the subconscious says, sure. So I'm talking to subconscious again, like I, like it happened to my other clients now. This is making me a total believer in this. And the subconscious is in there just, you know, seeing what's wrong, what can be fixed, how to fix it. And so I think when we do the the pendulum thing, that's what we're contacting is it's a way to get past our mind here to go to our higher selves. just given us the and, answer. And
1: yes. And, and I want to say something, though, too, to this, that for me, for a lot of my years of being intuitive, I used the pendulum. And then things like that stopped working for me because I was told that I needed to trust my inner voice.
2: Uh-huh in other mm-hmm. words you say uh what should i have for dinner uh okay steak yes. comes so i don't need instead to of using the
1: pendulum out. now i still use muscle testing when it comes to like food and and um, and should i take vitamins at this time especially when i'm busy because then my body is engaged differently, because I do ask my body, body, what do you want to eat tonight? Um, And so sometimes my body doesn't have a voice because the mind's overriding it. So this is another way for my body to answer itself. You know, so with that, but that's that part of, I want to go back to what we started this with. That's that part of what this COVID is supposed to help us with, is get in tuned with other parts of us many of us forget that we have a mind a body a soul and emotions and this is that figuring that piece out because we don't need to pass away to end this physical body to set that reset button to start again to figure this out do it now you know do it now i like the way
2: you said that
1: yeah go ahead
2: yeah like sometimes you die and then you know you, you have to come back to, to make the changes that you wanted to change. But now we're getting the opportunity to do it while we're still here. So it's, it's like having several lives within this lifetime.
1: It know? is. It is. That's magic. That's the creation of, of this possibility that if we just believe, oh, man, this ending. Wow, what is a new opportunity? This is big ending. What is my great opportunity I have now?
2: Yeah. I don't think I'll even be the same when it when it just comes to flu season again, because we just took for granted. You just go do what you do. And if you get the flu, you get it. You don't. But now I'm thinking, well, there's precautions you can take during flu season so that you don't even have to go through the stupid flu just by being more mindful of where you go and what you do and washing your hands all the time. But before that, we were just kind of at least me just kind of, you know, numb to that, you know. So it's made us a lot more, it's going to make us a lot more mindful.
0: Okay. The two of you, I got another, you open up another door, Natasha, that I got (laughs) to just walk through again.
1: (laughs) I'm good for that.
0: (laughs) And that is, okay, have your body, you have your mind, you have your soul, you have your emotions. What goes with you when you die?
1: Your soul, your, um, your body does not. I would say some of your emotions and the knowledge from what your mind gathered, your mind may not go. The computer system of this body does not go, but the knowings, it's kind of like the, um, it's kind of like having an external hard drive off the computer okay. is what I'm getting. And that goes into your higher self your higher self is kind of your external high, hard drive and cuz it's that spiritual being that's in, that's with your higher with yourself of your soul being and so that part of your mind does but that's including in your emotions too because your emotions help you move through things it gives you knowledge that's part of your knowledge base if you allow it to be and so like me walking through my grief, that was, that was kind of like stripping all the band-aids back, you know, quick as, as, as um, kids get sick sometimes, <laughs> you know, it's like rip, let's start all over again with your life. And, and, and being able to do that, but learning that emotion helped me download so much knowledge that my higher self went, ah, hallelujah, you know, and then that's going to go with me to my next life.
0: So now, Regan, do, do, does your personality go with you? So, like, because you know, some of mm-hmm. us have got a and and, and in, in in have got a normal sense of humor. Some of us don't have a normal sense of humor. Does my abnormal sense of humor get to go with me? I kind of like it.
2: That's a good question because it's funny. You've made me think of several things now that I'm thinking. I want to start asking clients uh, on the other side, because, you know, they talk about earth being such a difficult school down here because you have to deal with, um, uh, emotions. But I'm thinking when I have clients on the other side, they do have emotions. Um, and, but it, it seems to be more, uh, or all that I've seen has been on the positive side, like joy and love and that feeling that, you know, you would have to, I guess we would have to say is an emotion or something. Uh, I've never had any of my clients experience anything, um, you know, uh, you know, of a hellish nature or, you know, evil, bad, angry, that sort of thing. Um, but maybe it's the degree, maybe, maybe, uh, it isn't coming down to earth. It's that we have to deal with the whole range of emotions to extremes or something. I, that's a good question.
1: Uh, I'm getting a tap. Can you give the phone number again? I'll have to
2: ask. I want to ask too over there. Uh, have a,
0: Uh, The phone number, if you'd like to give us a call right now, the phone number is 206-408-1395. That's 206-408-1395. And if you can find me, I'll give you 20 bucks if you call right now. (laughs) And
1: and I would say that, that if you really think about it, love and joy is not really an emotion. It's a being. It's a state of being, right. and and so, but yes, I think that that our because um, like when I tap into my dad, my dad is kind of my core being, uh, or he he's he's still pretty much himself, which is part of his emotions. But I wouldn't say that he's. Um, Thick in the in the um, in the in the moments of them, he's not into deep depression. He's not into deep um, happiness. He's not into deep you know those deep emotions of the physical, but yet he he's got the humor. You know, like you were saying, there's this there's this kind of jokester part of him that stays with him. Like for me, you know, I'm probably pretty much a lot of the same personality than I am through different lifetimes. Now, some lifetimes I have more fear attached to it. Sometimes I have more victimhood attached to it. Sometimes I have more um, ego attached to it. Sometimes I have more anger attached to it. So it's not like I'm less, I, I have this core being of who we are, but yet we get more attached whatever personality we're going to be with that life.
0: Okay, gotcha. Kind of, sort of. I have a question
1: for you.
2: Yes, Natasha, I have a question for you. Um, Have when you are seeing what you're seeing, do you ever hear sounds, music, or is it just is it just um, you know when you're when you're communing with the other side, is it just all um, like visual and light?
1: Oh, no, 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 patient. no. Yeah, I I, I I see, hear, and feel. Um, I'm all the, Claire, the Claire's, the Clary audience, the Claire sentient, the Claire, all all those Claire's, I, I get all of them. And it depends on what message I'm getting. Either it is sound first, or sometimes it's visual, or sometimes it's feeling first. It depends on what the message is, depends on what... Um, what i'm needing to, to hear kind of like the um the the vision that i got over nine eleven in the ring of angels that i saw and the music the the song that they were singing i i cannot give it to you because it was such a, a um tone a tune that i can't even do it with my physical body but yet i know it because i heard it yeah and it was so yeah, beautiful because, um, and, but it was light sound it Yeah, it was light Everything
2: is.
0: Go ahead. Well, somebody talked, this is radio, so we're supposed to not have any dead air.
1: Regan, go ahead.
0: Okay. No, it was, you guys were cutting out again there. I guess
2: my computer every once in a while comes up and says I have a weak signal or something. So uh, that's, and that's the reason I'm not doing some of these sessions uh, on Zoom. Like uh, a few people have been experimenting doing a life between life session, but there's two, you know, like heck, you get someone really deep like that and then you lose a connection <laughs> and there's no way to get a hold of them and they're stuck in trance. <laughs> uh, it could be pretty crazy, you know? I think we that, talked that, about that last time to make a funny movie, you know? Thank but, you for um, being,
1: thank you very much for being responsible that way. Uh, that, that's, that, that's very respectful of you to be honored like that. The, thank you.
2: Yeah,
0: we don't want to cause harm to anybody. Oh, absolutely not. Absolutely not. So, d- d- tell well, me, Natasha, you said that you were getting a tap that somebody wanted to call?
1: Or or there's a message or something. I don't know if you're checking out YouTube or not, but there's just, there's just something that said, you know, do that phone number again. I don't know why. I just trust.
0: Well, no, you, you trust correctly. That's a good thing to do. And and stuff. So we'll see if somebody calls. That would that would be a fun experiment. And there is 20 bucks in it for you. (laughs) All you gotta do is come up here and get it wherever wherever that
1: is. (laughs) Mm, Yes. But we're we're all kind of going through this and and, you know, I just want to give people some knowing that through these holidays, if we have to walk through them differently honor yourself for what you're feeling. Because depression, angst, uh, uh, anxiety, um, wishes, wants, desires, they may not all be fulfilled. And it's going to trigger some emotions of anger, sadness, depression, um, guilt. um, And we may find that, some of the people that we wish that we would have spent the holidays with aren't going to be with us next year because i really feel like we have a big doorway here of a lot of people that are going to exit yep
0: you're right
1: and um, and that's kind of obvious and and yet not and you know i can say that as a blanket statement but yet when it hits personally it's a very personal journey and we're going to wish that we would have just gone ahead and spent time with someone and I wanna give a suggestion, you know, maybe take that self-sacrifice and quarantine ourselves for the the 14 to 16, maybe three weeks time, especially with those that are vulnerable. Give a little extra time of, of, um, of quarantining thyself so you can spend time with someone. You know, there are ways of navigating it to where we can find a perception of being able to be with someone maybe. But it's us being willing to do the work to get there. And we may not be able to. Like I had a coworker who's in a classroom where she's getting spit on and she can't take time off. And she's got to do these things. And she's worried about not being able to spend time with family because she's worried about, you know, being, um, uh, you know, being a carrier of an illness, even if it's flu. And working in the elementary school system, I I understand the Petri dish of life. You know, it's the Petri dishes of Petri dishes. And and yet at the same time though, maybe if she wore two masks and didn't touch her face, made sure her hands were washed, maybe she could and not be close with someone. You know what I mean? Make sure she stayed away and not necessarily wash her hands, handle food, wash her hands, not touch her face. Maybe she could navigate with somebody who is healthy. You know, there's there's these things that we can maybe do to shift and do things safely. And I just want to give people hope, you know, that it's just not one doorway. It's not just one path. Find the way to navigate it to be able to be with these people that you did, You know that it may be their last year.
0: Well, now, I subscribe to the Gospel According to Rocky. Are you ready? Mm-hmm. Adrian says to Rocky, but Rocky, it's Thanksgiving. And Rocky says to Adrian, yeah, maybe it's, uh, you know, like, Thanksgiving to you, but to me, it's Thursday. So... <laughs> So when I look at, when I look at Thanksgiving this year, it's Thursday and it's better to be safe and to be protected and to protect others, That especially us older folk, um, that, that it's better to do that than to risk um, getting people infected because I, you know, I, I, I think that you would feel terrible if, if one of your kids were to, were to make you sick and and you were to die that what a, what a horrible thing for them to have to live with for the rest of their life.
1: And I understand that. And I respect that. That's why I'm saying the quarantine and that kind of thing. And, and I'm speaking from experience of, that, you know, over 20 years ago, I went from a family of 10, 15 people getting together for the holidays to being only four of us. Right. And so, you know, and my in-laws living, you know, I'm in Washington and they are in Florida. So, you know, it's over a six hour flight to go to see them. And so with that, that, that I understand the grief of, of wanting something and not being able to have it. I also have an understanding that like my kid, you know, Christmas is on the 25th. And on the 27th, we're, you know, she's moving to New Mexico. So life will be different for me these coming years. So instead of it being the four of us, it'll be the three of us.
0: You're going to be an empty nester. even, though, even more In a different way. Yeah, it's In a
1: different way. And, and being an only child, only grandchild, I kind of already had an, a lonely life. And family at certain times kind of ha- – I don't mind having Thanksgiving on Thursday, Friday, Saturday. That's not about it. It's about having the – there's something about the timeline that is so set in our DNA of gathering with others. And it's set up from childhood that many of us can step out of that but some of us can't and I want to honor those that can't
0: so honored so honored Regan what do you think
2: it's going to be yeah you just have to keep your you know the glass half keep thinking the glass half full kind of things on Thanksgiving that we're going to get through this it's going to be okay we're keeping everybody safe um but I know with a lot of people, I mean, even me, I'm a little sad, but I understand everything. But usually my side of the family, we have about 25. We have a couple more grandkids now this year. So it's going to be like 27 people together. But uh, this year, uh, everybody's decided just to kind of just stay home, and do their own thing, you know, um, uh, just just to be on, on the safe side. So it's going to be a little different. Because as the older I get, the more I enjoyed that family get together. When I was younger, it didn't really matter. You know, I was doing my own thing all the time. But the older you get, uh, you know, the more you really appreciate family. And you like that time of the year when you can get get along. So we figured, you know, Thanksgiving, Christmas, probably out of the question. And some of us were talking about maybe having a a get-together in January, February, when this thing, when we see it kind of clears up. Just declare a family day and everybody get together. You know, so just do something alternative, you know. I've got a lot of happy turkeys out there though. <laughs> you know, hey no one's gonna eat me this Christmas, you know. Yeah. Um uh, there's gonna be a lot less uh a lot less going on at Thanksgiving all over. So just gotta think about the positive.
0: Well that's it. And and this is going to be a the most unique holiday season of our lifetimes. Yeah. It's going to be completely different. And, but that doesn't mean that because you can't physically touch somebody, it doesn't mean you can't reach out and touch somebody.
2: Yeah. Thank God for zoom. Even, you know, we didn't have that a few years ago.
0: No kidding. And if you, if you can touch, if you can reach out to somebody and, uh, um, even if you know that they're alone and you can reach out via telephone and just give them a call and say, Hey, I'm thinking about you. And here's you know what? Here's a virtual drumstick.
2: It's a good idea, Kevin. I think we should all just make a point of everybody just at least talking for a few minutes to the people we love and just saying, you know, hi and all that. That would, that would really be a, I think that would really, really help. I've noticed uh, I belong to a lead service. Uh, if anybody needs a good therapist, it's, good, it's called Bark, B-A-R-K, and they're becoming one of the number one lead services in the, in the world. They're, I think they started in England, but they're all over now. And I've noticed like every day now I'm getting like 10 or 15 leads just in my area, people wanting therapy, you know, up from about seven or eight, it's about doubled, you know, so there's a lot of, lot of people out there now that are, you know, can't handle it, or they, they want to talk to somebody, they, you know, they just need to get it out. So uh, I think therapists are getting pretty overloaded right now, Mm -hmm. dealing with all, you know, people dealing with all these emotions.
0: Natasha. How do you advocate somebody that can't afford a therapist, can't leave their house, doesn't have a great deal of money, and is alone and lonely? How do you advocate? Give, a, give us some steps that they can get through that and come out the other side better for it. Can, I know meditation helps.
2: I, I would say whatever spiritual belief they have, if they kind of go into overdrive with it. You know, in other words, whether it's Christian, Muslim, Hindu, or whatever, um, if, they, if they really seek to kind of open themselves up to that, that, that higher power, <coughs> because that's, you know, in times like this, that's, it's, it's pretty much the best thing people can do, you know, if, if they haven't meditated before. Uh, there's a, an app called Insight Timer. It's uh, the number one, uh, or one of the number one meditation apps in the world, You can download it in about a minute on your phone, and it has thousands of things you can do for meditation. They have um, guided imagery uh, meditations. They have some of the the gurus of the world, the smartest spiritual people in the world that know about things, giving lectures. There's thousands of songs on there that you can listen to that help you get to a deep meditative state. Um, There's even, um, uh, uh, what's really cool on there is you can tap on one thing, and it'll show you how many people are using the app at the, at that particular moment. And I've seen on there sometimes where there's over a quarter of a million people and you realize, wow, if you close your eyes and meditate right now, you're meditating with, you know, sometimes it's probably up to half a million people at the same time. And it makes you feel like you're part of something, you know, like you're part of a movement, you know, Uh, but it's free. The insights called insight timer. It's free. I I have all my clients start doing that because it helps them, uh, you know, once they've been to heaven and back, it's like, okay, now how do you stay connected? And mm-hmm. they always tell them up there that to, that it's good to do at least a spiritual exercise every day. Even if you just wake up and you just say, okay, higher power, God, I'm going to be thinking about you on and off all day today. I'm going to keep part of myself there and part myself here and get through the day. You know, just something like that. You know, make that connection. And that- you might find out you just feel a little lighter, you know, not, not so... Not so bad. And then of course, be thankful too. Look at, we're looking at, uh, we're looking at a lot of the negative thing here, but well, start looking at how thankful we are that we're in a time right now. It's not like when we had the Spanish flu where we weren't able to um, do what we could do nowadays. We, we'd have probably 10 times more people dying if it, if it was in the early 1900s with this technology and everything we have, we're able to go through this pandemic with probably the least amount of uh, issues uh, that we would have at another time, you know, but just be thankful for your spouse, for your co-workers, for your children, for, that we still can get food on the table, you know, um, and the fact that we're, we're working as a, you know, uniting, we're going to get through this, it's going to be okay.
0: Yeah, well, one out of three of those is fine, um, anyway, um, (laughs) and and, and
1: that's the thing is, is that, that, uh, you know, I'm going to step into gratitude, and we sometimes we have to think that gratitude is about something going right, but kind of like for me, I ended up having um, a rash in a certain part of my body and I had to be grateful that it wasn't on my face. You know, so there's, yeah. there's gratitude, but it does. Sometimes it's not about it being a whole. Wow. Look at the rainbow, but it's about how, wait a minute, but, and it wasn't itchy. So it was like, well, thank you. I'm grateful that you were, yes, a rash because I was, I ate something that wasn't correct for me. And that's how my body kind of went through it. But it was like, thank you for not being itchy and not being on my face. You know, I'm so grateful. And I wanted to kind of do this real quick. We're running out of time here, but I pulled some cards. And as we were talking about what should we do with things going on, and I got, and this is the angel deck. So it's Doreen Virtue's Virtues angel deck, and she's not doing the work anymore, but her cards have been with me for a very long time, so we've walked a long time. So it's um, Desiree, and she says, no conditions aren't um, favorable right now. Wait and look into other options and ask the angels for help, guides, and comfort you. So we're not alone. So know that we do have support from our team members, no matter what your belief system is. And then um, we were talking, this is kind of a confirmation, about doing yoga. Get outside of ourselves. Sometimes we have to turn on music to become happier. So yoga, exercise, um, inter- uh to do your well-being peace and mindfulness spirituality growth right now so the more that we become inward the more we can become outward kind of like i know that the swine flu you know back in the 1800s it went for two years but i bet you a lot of people sat down and read books a lot of people probably just walked the streets because they weren't having the instant technology that we needed and maybe they didn't have the conscious knowing of what the illness was but yet they were actually more connected in a different way with themselves because they were able to be not um oh what's the word um sabotaged by thinking that things have to change now and then we have Chantel, and is about new relationships, new romance, new beings, but yet it's coming to ourselves. How can we have more um, love for ourselves? How can we be more passionate with ourselves, with um, the, the balance? And then we have these wonderful angels. Archangel Daniel, he saved my marriage. I had Gabrielle standing with me and Daniel standing with my husband giving us understanding about the other perspective. Daniel is the angel of relationships and marriage, and he will assist you now. As kind as he looks, he is. And I know he can do the work. So ask these angels to come, because Uriel is the angel of emotions and is helping us working through our emotions. Your emotions are healing, healing, which enables you to open up to greater love. You will ha- I will help you release anger and unforgiveness from your heart and your mind. So knowing that I may not have read that smoothly, but yet knowing that we have these beings that can help us, but it takes us to do the physical work. Turn on music. Turn on something that we enjoy. Light a candle so we have light in it safely. So we have light in our house. Uh, you know, I put a light in a dark corner because I needed lightness inside of darkness. You know, to do those little things to help us survive and it's not about going and doing those things that sabotage us like alcohol and and that kind of stuff. But it's okay to have one or two just to kind of get us out of our mentalness. Sometimes our mind needs to take a break.
0: <laughs> yes it does. One or two what? One or how two big, what? How big are the one or two? <laughs> Are they, are they are the bottles or are they, are they bottle size And, you know, and one or two, you know, one or two fifths of scotch will get the job done. That's for sure. But you might not remember where you are when you wake up.
1: Exactly. And I can say that being a non-drinker, because it didn't agree with me, you know, a little bit of alcohol and I get the room spinning both ways in, in two different directions at the same time, that there's been times where I wish I could get drunk to forget my day but I couldn't and I had to navigate through it. And I'm going to tell you though, navigating through our emotions, when the emotions are calling to us are going to help us walk forward in our lives in a cleaner way later.
0: Absolutely. Go ahead. Here's an
2: exercise. It's really simple. And I give this to some of my clients because, you know, they go, I don't really have anything to be thankful for, you know, and I'll just start pointing out I says, well, are you thankful that you had an automobile to get to the here today to, to see me? And they go, oh, I didn't. Well, yeah. Is, are, you, are you grateful that, you know, uh, you were able to have three good meals today and that you're, you're fed? Oh, yeah. See, they, they keep thinking things to be grateful for are, you know, Huge. these big major things. I said, well, start being. So I tell them, I said, here's the exercise. Just go home. I just want you to write down 10 things that you're grateful for just to just do 10 things and someone will call me later and they go regan i started i got eight and all of a sudden i had 10 and i ended up with 40 50 60 things you know once they start thinking about it and they realize just how grateful they are you know because there's so many as as much as there's some some negative things there's so many more things to be grateful for and you can even be grateful for some of the things that are are troubling you or the you know say okay i'm grateful for the coronavirus because it's made me really take stock of myself it's made me to be more mindful you know it's made me to um ha- have to uh, deal with relationships about you know being in the same place for so long for so many hours and you know it's it's helped bring my kindness out it's helped you know it's helped me to be more compassionate to other people and it's got me to pray more you know gosh you could go on and on and on with all of the things the good things that the coronavirus has caused us to happen, you know? Um, and uh, so anyway, that's a simple exercise, but people are so surprised that they start with a few things and they just keep going and going
0: and going. So, so Regan, are you, you're seriously, and I, I mean this in all sincerity because I'm, I, it, it, that, that doesn't enter my consciousness that, that there are things that you're not grateful for. There are things that people, it, it just doesn't enter. It's like, I'm grateful for everything. I'm grateful for you. I'm grateful for you. I'm grateful. You know, you can go on and on and on. And uh, it's, but it's a mindset, I guess you've got to, you've got to have the mindset, And that's,
2: that's what happens when you start doing the grateful exercise, you start getting your, you start getting with the program. And then pretty soon you don't, you don't think of the negative things because you look at everything as a blessing, no matter what,
0: you know, I had a gal, and and I I would like your opinion, Natasha, we're going to have to leave soon, but this is just too much fun. I had a a gal that said, uh, um, is there such a thing as good karma? And I said, yes, there's good karma. And she said, no, there is no karma. There's good karma. There's just karma. And I said, no, all karma is good. Even when it's a lesson that you're learning, it's good. The experience, even if it's a, what would be called a challenging experience, is still Uh good. It's all designed with you as to to learn and to and to grow and to become more than that's at least Mm -hmm. my humble opinion so i'll shut up now i think
2: that's yeah i agree with you
1: well even the year that my mom was passing and i had a new baby and i had a four-year-old and i had a husband who changed jobs and then i you know had to buy a new house and i had to sell three houses and you know it's like i found things to be grateful for even if it was just me opening my eyes my body being able to be alive uh you know even though depression was hitting me I still like I like I said in I think life clarifications I even said thank you I love you toes because that that time that's all I can love because I didn't really like myself I didn't like the choices I was making but I had to find that um I had to find something, and I said, thank you, toes, because you're actually balancing me. You're actually giving me strength. You're giving me, uh, you're able for me to, you know, somebody without toes, they're out of balance. Thank you for balancing me. You know, it's like there's always something, and like I was talking about me having the rash. It's a reality. Do I want a rash? no I'm not but sure I'm grateful it's not on my face and I'm grateful it's not itchy you know it's like there's there's something but it takes us to work that way and living with two pessimists you know I had somebody who would come home and I said was there something good that happened in your day and no I said did you come home to a woman who loved you oh yeah
0: I don't know about you guys, but I couldn't, I can't live with, so I can't live with people like that. If if you're, if you're a pessimist, if you're going to come home and say, Oh, if you're going to be Eeyore, Oh, the day was crappy. Everything was bad. And, and have a little rain cloud over your head. You could go somewhere else to do that. You can don't need to be in my, in my world. So, you, you know, but, but I suppose. It,
1: it, it taught me how to have my own. It taught me boundaries. Yeah. What's yours is yours. What's mine is mine. I love you. You're walking your own path. I love me. I'm walking my path. (laughs) (laughs) But we live in the same house.
0: (laughs) Go someplace else because I don't need it. Regan, if somebody wants to work with you, how do they do this?
2: Okay. um, Visit theafterlife.com. It's very easy. Visit theafterlife.com. There's a page in the back and there's phone numbers and everything if they want to get a hold of me and um uh, just watch whoever's seeing this now watch the videos on there so people going through past life regression uh you'll see uh one client going through a life between lives where they actually see themselves pass away in another lifetime and then uh and then there's a guy an angel there and uh, i have them i follow them when they go to heaven and back and they get questions answered about their life uh uh, get to visit people that have passed on, uh, have conversations with people that are still alive in their life now as they talk to the those persons higher selves, uh, go to a place of recreation if they want. There's places of higher learning there we've learned in heaven uh, or check out the Newton Institute. Uh, if you just check in the Michael Newton Institute and um, you'll see that there's therapists all over the country and for 30 different countries now i was saying 40 but i noticed a matter of fact i think they haven't updated their website because i think there's th- therapists in 40 countries now but it's possible now in a deep state of relaxation for everybody to um uh transcend themselves to go to a past life and then to visit heaven and come back and my book that is, 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 you'll see on the side there three hours 33 minutes in heaven is about my own personal experience where i Got to spend that much time. Uh, it happened about three years ago, and it completely changed my life. If I can do it, anybody can. So,
0: you know, I really think that maybe what we should do, the three of us, is maybe do a uh, podcast. And you know, we could call it—I don't know—how about something like "Life Between Lives" or something like that. Um, anyway, let's think about that. Uh, <laughs> Natasha, okay, how to get a hold of you. <laughs>
1: You can get a hold of me at angelicclarifications.com or you can email me at Natasha at Angelic And I love to support people through change, emotions. Right now I'm having a, a special with my prices through this fall of 2020. So with that, that there's an opportunity that if you have a hard time going to a, a counselor, You know, I might be able to slip through that back door a little bit and help you out. So with that, that, you know, we're all working through something. We've all had to work through something. And the wisdom that we can gain from a different perception can save us a lot. And it could give us get us that next step of of the journey in life right now we are ready and we're able to peel back that onion and say i'm not stinky anymore and i'm moving forward and and let's trust ourselves cuz we are worthy of doing that so you can get a hold of me at angelicclarifications.com
0: and i'm really glad that you're not stinky anymore
1: thank you me too
0: so it's, it's been great fun having the two of you here as always, uh, Regan, um, what I'd like to do is to give each of you an opportunity to, to say something, anything at all that you'd like to mention to our audience.
2: Yeah. Well, I want, um, we'll see. I guess we have one more. Our next, uh, session will be just before Thanksgiving, won't it? Yep. Yeah. Cause it's, it's coming up here in about 10, 12 days, something like that. Yep. Um, I just want everybody to know that, and I'm a researcher too. So whatever spiritual path that you have, you've probably picked it for a reason. And what I would say is to dig deeper, you know, go deeper into whatever spiritual path you have because there's probably a lot of gems waiting for you. If you dig deeper and all of a sudden you're coming up with nothing, then I think it's time for you to find something else. Uh, you know, there's plenty of different spiritual paths around and, um, you know it is in this lifetime because we're changing so fast and so quick now it's very normal for a lot of people to go from one belief system to another or to go deeper deeper into their own spiritual path and uh i think they'll like what they find
0: natasha okay
1: With everything that we're going through right now, I just want everybody to know that whatever belief system they do have, sometimes we have to shift it just a little bit like updating a computer and believe and trust that you are loved, that there is this wisdom, that there is this grace of who we are. And we're on this path to learn and to experience different journeys so that we can grow But please remember that you are loved, that just because the energies are a little wonky right now and we're having a hard time vibrating with them, that if we just say, I trust, that helps us move through much of our lives. And so turn on some music that sends love through you. Light a candle that sends love through you. Communicate outside like a phone call or like me the other day saying hi to 20 people even though I didn't know them. You know, and some of them walked by me and didn't even look at me and some engaged with me because I just wanted to say, I care. I wanted to not be in my own head, you know, because it wasn't a fun place at that moment. You know, we all have moments. So just trust and, and just know that you're loved.
0: Well said, my dear, well said. And and just to just to end the show today, which we need to do, even if you think that your life is like a bad country music song. Like I went through a period where my dad died, my dog died. My wife left me for another guy. Um, I uh, lost my house. I had to declare bankruptcy. I hit a truck into a trestle and broke that and lost my job and all that. But you know what? Damn it. I'm still here and I'm good. And I hope you are too. Take care of yourselves and we'll see you next time. Hey, and thanks for listening. See you next time. All the way to the end. Hey, pretty cool. Hey, don't forget to follow us so you can receive regular updates and new posts. And remember, take care of each other because each other's always got. See you next time on Mind Independence Report.